Welcome to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This show is your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, and nutrition, and is brought to you by the team at Pulse Fitness. You can learn more about how the team at Pulse Fitness is helping people live stronger, longer lives by going to pulse.fitness slash podcast. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This is your host, Magic Mike Aguirre, here with Tater Britton, the toddy body with toddies. <laughs> oh, no. And Senor Colombia. What's going on, guys? <laughs> it's a little overboard. Broadcasting live from the Pulse Fitness Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it started really, really strong. It did. It did. Oh, if you, I don't know. It slowly went well, I downhill. I, I, I didn't know what to call you. I like so. the senor part. That was that was good. So, <laughs> if you guys listened to our episode last week, Tatiana took us away. She she let us in to the podcast, and it was a really good intro. It was really solid. Kudos. I think, I think Mike was a really really close second. Place. It was not bad. Tied. It was not bad. We're tied. You for- know what? If you're listening to this, review our podcast on Apple and leave in your review who you think did a better intro, Tati or Mike. Mm. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Okay. Tati or Mike. Tati or Mike. No one's probably going to respond to this. <laughs> do, so, do people Mike, even listen to this podcast? Or <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into an actual topic here today. Uh, so, what are we talking about again? I don't remember. We, uh, keep, we came up with it like five pace, minutes ago. Pace in the gym. You got to lead it, Mike. You're leading this. Yeah, Let's you're go. the host. Right. It's not, yeah. <clears throat> so, we're going to talk about today your pace in the gym. And what we mean by that is, for example, you're given a specific sets specific reps in an exercise. So let's say you're doing a chest press for, you know, 12 reps followed up with a a lat pull down for 10 reps and then some sort of mobility or stretch. And we see sometimes, you know, we have some clients that can get through that in, you know, less than five minutes. And then sometimes we have clients that take 45 minutes to get through it. So we're here to talk about, you know, what, what is correct and what we like to see and our experience with, with clients. So, Tatiana, you want to talk a little bit more? I think this is more, even more so important in a group setting, whether that's like a boot camp class or a group fitness class or small group training. I think like, obviously, groups can inspire each other to really push themselves and to like push the pace. But like for me, when I have a small group and we've talked about in the past, like the importance, form, tempo, weight, like that's always how important it should be. There's always going to be those people who want to push the weight first. They don't care about their form. They don't care about their tempo. And, you know, even as like, okay, slow down that movement, however many seconds for this portion, um, they just speed through it. Or they're just kind of a, maybe a normal pace and someone else is a little slower. But either way, then people being like, oh my gosh, why am I still doing this? Everyone's ahead of me. I need to hurry up. I'll just grab a lighter weight so I can catch up to everyone. It's like, no. Don't worry about what other people are doing in this group. Focus on you. Use them for motivation. But, you know, pay attention to your body, how it feels, doing the proper tempo. Obviously, us as coaches, like, at least anyway, I do. I don't know how you guys are, but I'm like, I'll call someone. I'm like, slow it down. You should not be 
on your third set at this point, I just call them out. So, I mean, they fix it, but regardless, people still like want to hurry up and be at someone else's pace and, you know, skip the important part of form and tempo and they shouldn't. So just focus on you and what you're doing. Yeah. I think that, uh, there's a big difference between like speed within the set number of reps that you have, you know, like, so you have 10, 10 reps or 12 reps or however many you're supposed to be doing. And then the rest period or the, you know, time between sets. And so we see two extremes, right? I mean, somebody that's moving really super slow and we're like, you're really not accomplishing a whole lot during this yeah, workout. It's time to like, get going. yeah, it's time to get going and, and speed kills. Like you have to tell those people speed kills, like, Hey, let's go get moving. You're moving at a, a snail's pace. And some, some clients are like that. Like they just do everything at a really slow pace. And it's really frustrating as, as a coach, because you're like, Hey, we got, you know, we got a workout to do here. Let's go. And then you've got people who are like, okay, you got four sets and they're done in five minutes. And we're like, okay, you definitely were not lifting enough weight. You were not resting long enough. Like you should have, I mean, it starts with the weight, right? Cause they should have to rest between sets. And so it's about like controlling that tempo. And I know that there are people that I have to make like specifically, Hey, you're going to stretch for this long, or you're going to foam roll for this long between your sets just to slow them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have to force people to take breaks. Yeah. yeah. So, and from a program design perspective, there are times where it's appropriate to lift slower and take longer rest periods. And then there's times where it's like, no, we're not resting. We're going fast and we're doing everything like in an explosive manner. The problem that we run into is our clients kind of understanding when it's appropriate to do which one or having the inability to do one or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if they get it, like, you know, we're always going to have those certain people. That's just always going to be something we have to remind them slow down or, okay, let's go. You know, we're always, for me, it's more, honestly, I have to slow people down more than anything. So I know the people that I'm always like, okay, this movement needs to be this tempo, your rest, take a rest. If you're not needing one, you need to go up and wait. You know, like you just kind of know those people that you have to call out. And then usually too, I think too, when other people in the group are just, I don't know, what am I trying to say here? Like it can go either one of two ways, either then when they see everyone else around them kind of slowing down, typically they do too, or, um, you know, the other people who are doing it properly, I just reiterate, well, if you're, you're behind, it's because you're doing it properly. So I don't know. I think, I think in a group setting, it can be really beneficial to have those people who are doing it wrong. I guess that sounds bad because it is kind of like a, a lesson teaching point. You can be like, okay, this person's done because, you know, go over the rest period with them, explain to them why it is what it is. I always explain, but like I said, there are people who are going to always ignore you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if they get it, they just don't do it. <laughs> it's like, and I'm like, okay. They, they think it's a race sometimes. Yeah, and I tell them, well, hey, if you want to do it this way, you're not going to achieve what we're supposed to be getting out of our workout, which is this, this, and this. Yeah. And if you don't like the way, like I, I was talking to someone today too. They were saying something about, 
why the reps were this and why they had to do this. And like, why can't it just always be this many reps? And I go, well, we can do the same reps every single day for two years, but you're going to look the same. And I know you don't want to look the same in two years. And they're like, okay, that's fair. I'm like, <laughs> so. Yeah, there's got to be variation. Yeah. yeah. So I think you can use, like I said, you can use those people who are fast paced or slow paced to be motivation or to be learning lessons. So that's kind of like a positive. I don't want it to sound like we're like dissing on those people because usually it's just they want to get it done with. Yeah. Or they're really slow. So they're putting it off and they're procrastinating it because they just want to be out of the gym. I think that's a good point that you make. Like that's probably their mindset. You know, the faster I get done, the faster I'm out of here. Yeah. I yeah. tell people, I'm like, I know what you're thinking, <laughs> but it's not going to benefit you. But, but then we also don't let them go faster. Like yeah. they're done and we're like, okay, let's see what else I can have this person <laughs> do for the next 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's also kind of the the mindset of like if the more exercises I get through, the harder I worked. And that mm-hmm. is right. So right. so even if so even if they're um I, I'll tell you guys a little story. So like when I first started going to the gym when I was young, just working out, I would look at these dudes that were like massive. And I was like, dang, that guy, you know, like he's he's ripped. So I'd see these guys that are like totally ripped and they're, you know, they would do a set and then they'd rest for like five minutes or they'd be talking, you know, they'd be talking to other people or they'd be on their phone and then they go and they do another set. I'm like, that guy's not in good shape, you know, like he's not working hard, but I didn't understand, you know, Hey, he's, he's doing like a strength based workout where he's moving a lot of weight and his body needs that time to recover. And then you see the person that's maybe a little bit smaller and their workout is like super fast paced and they never take a break the entire time that they're there. And so neither one is is wrong, but I just remember like first going to the gym and observing and being like, wow, that's, you know, is that person really in that great of shape? Because they're taking a long time. And so there's different things that you're accomplishing by following those several different, you know, methods of training and different tempos. And it's just the misconception. Like we've talked about it before. It's why people want to do boot camps all the time, yet they have goals that don't match boot camp training. It's because there's that misconception that you should always just be moving fast paced. You should just feel like you're completely demolished. Like If you are only lifting weights, you're going to get bulky. You're not going to drop the weight. You're not working hard enough because you're not heavily breathing every five seconds. So I think there's just a big misconception. Like you said, that kind of training isn't wrong. It just serves a different purpose. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, you know, as coaches, we have to do our best to educate our clients. Like, hey, this is why we do this kind of training. This is what this is for. And it's going to help you get to this point. Now, I tell my clients too, if you don't want to follow those rules, you just want to keep doing what you're doing. You just cannot get mad when the goals that you're trying to reach don't happen because this is why I am having you do this. Right. And I I think that it's probably universal that if you move at a snail's pace all the time, you will not see results, period. I mean, like we have members that come in and they're like not capable of moving their body faster than 
a sloth, right? I mean, it's like that's the pace that they're working at all the time. And we don't mean people who like are like physically unable. No, of course, yeah. of course not. Like there's people that are totally able. They just are unwilling to speed up the process mm -hmm. and they could totally rest between sets, but we would just want to see like the reps be a little bit faster and they're like not capable of moving their body for whatever reason at that faster pace. And it's not, yeah, I'm not saying like they have some sort of physical, you know, modality that's preventing that it's more of a mental thing. It's, you know, it's not that they don't have the, the capability of tapping into their fast twitch muscle fibers. They just refuse to do it. Mm -hmm. And those people don't get results. I would say above, I would say you're better to err on the side of working fast than to err on the side of working slowly. Mm -hmm. Ish. I don't know if I agree with that. Just because, like I said, maybe it's because I run into more of the fast people than the slower people. Um, but just because for me, what I've seen with people moving too fast is, like I said, it's more likely that I'm like, hold on, let's go down and wait. Your form isn't right, even though I know you know this movement because you just want to move fast. Or they're more likely to injure themselves. Or they'll never understand full tempo and like tempo during eccentric, which is important. Or... You know, they're they're not going to really ever get the benefits of different cycles of training because they're just always training almost like they're hit training. Whereas like, you know, some of my clients who do move slower, maybe, maybe their results come slower, but I see those people blossom more because they've taken that time to like do the form part or, you know, take the proper recovery, adjust their weight. I don't know. I feel like I would rather have people move slow. I really would. How slow. And and with how I am, I'm like, okay, come on. Let's go. We got our next thing to do. People listen a little more to that versus when I tell people than to slow. Just that's true. It yeah. is it is easier to speed somebody up than to slow yeah. somebody yeah. down. So that's just sure. me. I think I'd rather have someone too slow than going too fast. What do you think, Mike? I, I don't know what you run into more. I I, I run it, I run into a, a mix, but I would say I see more of people um going way too fast in their workouts. So I, I think, you know, for them, what I usually do is that's a, a cue for me to kind of have them increase the weight. Because if you give somebody, you know, if we're in a strength phase and, you know, you have them do five reps of something and they bust it out, like, you know, they were doing the weight they would do for 25 reps, you know, it's a telling sign that they need to obviously increase their weight. So I think it's, it comes down to a little bit of them and then more of us to kind of recognize that and, and kind of, you know, deal with that the way appropriately we should. I think that one of the greatest things that Mike does to slow people down is ISO holds. Mm -hmm. yeah. You So Tim was telling me about you training him the other day. Mm -hmm. And he was telling, telling me about the ISO holds. And he was like, dude, he, he was smoked. Like yeah. it smoked him. And I mean, we're talking about something that's pretty, pretty strong, right? But if you are... I always use like, Hey, get to the end of your move, your range of motion and do a two second pause and then, you know, finish the movement. Mike, do, Mike's like, Hey, we're going to hold this position for 30 seconds. You know, when somebody's holding a position for that long, that they're really going to understand the, and feel the muscles that they're supposed to be working 
because they have no choice but to fill them because it's going to burn. And I feel like that's a really great like educational uh, realization for the client. If they're just busting through the movement, they probably didn't even feel the muscles that they were working, working. Right. Mm-hmm. And so putting them in a in a position where they're forced to feel what they're using is really educational. And I think that's why too. like, I'd rather if people move slow too, is just because if, especially if they're a beginner, like when you're moving too fast and you just always are used to training fast, 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 you haven't built that mind to muscle connection. You don't have enough, you don't have the same like motor units firing up as someone who has actually slowed down movements and properly learned a movement. So even when you're going fast, 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 you're never actually going to be tired or pushing your limits because you're not actually like firing your units. You're not actually connecting with your body. So it like, I think that's like, if anyone's listening to this, I think the best thing you can do for you is just always go your own pace, listen to the cueing of your coach. And I think it's my opinion. I would veer on the slower side of anything versus trying to rush their movements. I mean, don't, don't think you're going to get amazing results if you are just like half doing your workout and like taking forever, going to the bathroom every five minutes, checking your phone every five minutes. That doesn't count. But I think like pace wise, you're going to be probably better off slowing it down a little, even if the people in your group are going really fast. Just kind of like focus on you. Yeah. And I like I wrote a an article a while while back called Digging Holes. And it from an intensity standpoint, like you can go out and dig a hole and shovel dirt and it's going to be a really hard workout. But what are you accomplishing? Like you're working out is really about like learning movements and learning how to move and understanding that mind muscle connection that you talked about, Tatiana. It's like you can just go out and just slam some, pick some rocks up and slam them on the ground or dig a hole or swing an axe. And yeah, that's a good workout, but you're not learning the movement and you're not going to be developing that musculature that you're looking for that one people care about because it looks good, but two, um, is going to keep you healthy and feeling good and mobile for extended period of your life. So I think that there's a, a fine difference. Like if you're just trying to lose weight, then yeah, like you can go out and you can just do the movement fast and it's like, okay, you're probably going to lose weight from that. But when we're talking about skeletal muscle development, it's really important for you to master the movement as you're saying, like focus on your form. And then once you learn it, then we can speed up the movement. And we kind of learn that as coaches early on from our, our educational piece where it's like, Hey, we have to build a foundation with stability and flexibility. And then we can kind of create some muscle development on top of that. And then we can create some strength on top of that. And then eventually we can get to those explosive power movements I mean, it's kind of a pyramid, but we have to start with building the foundation. So if you're somebody that's been working out for years and you're still moving really slow and incapable of moving fast, there's probably a problem. And if you're someone that's just starting off and you want to move really fast, well, you're going to get injured. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just about, you know, like I said, paying attention to you and if you are new, hiring a coach and asking them questions about why you're training the way you're training. And then if you are in like big classes or larger groups for training, 
then, you know, use those people to inspire you and excite you and motivate you. But at the end of the day, just focus on what you're doing and your workout. And like I said, ask your coach if, if you have questions or if you don't know how you should be doing something or how you should be feeling. Or where you should be feeling. Yeah. 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 All right. So we got Mike. Take us away. Senior Columbia out. Tatiana, anything else? That's it. That's it. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Ciao. We'll uh, see you guys or listen. You guys can listen to us uh, next time. Horrible. (laughs) Just say ciao again. So I won. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Living Scottsdale podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like for us to answer live on the podcast? If so, all you need to do is head over to the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and do three simple things. First, leave us a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to health, fitness, or nutrition. And if you want a shout out, leave us your Instagram handle or name. That's all you have to do. Then listen to hear your questions answered live on the next Q&A episode.